Dog Sports, but we came here to win. The most legit podcast, that's why we know you're tuning in. We cover the biggest news, we underdogs, but we can't lose. So trust the process, yes you, because we got Chris and Anju to bless you. With the best features, best stories, we diving deep like a Lambo leap. Wake up, kid, and stop snoring, we on point just like this beat. Bring the passion like the talk path. In the cold, get a gold brand. Sit back and race the cat, because we start this show like right now. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of The Underdog. We are recording early this week. It's Tuesday around, actually I tell you, it's Tuesday at 12.36pm. We are six minutes post a sneaker shop, <laughs> shock drop. I uh, didn't get it. I'm Chris Horwardell, joined by Matt Crone. Matthew, how's it going? Glad you took time to introduce yourself 10 minutes after you were talking. You're in a mood today. I am in a mood, Chris, and I'll tell you why. Tell me. Tell me the real reason. <laughs> just don't. <laughs> I don't, don't. We, had a, we have a work event yesterday, so had a few beverages on Monday. Always okay. always bad. Always throws the week off. Then I have another work. Of, no, I just ha- I always have just a stuffy nose. I should mm-hmm. probably take an allergy pill. But no, I have another work event, so I got to have a couple of beverages tomorrow again. So it's just it's a tough life I live. That is absolutely true. Um, it is. Uh, we find ourselves post Super Bowl here. We're almost in March. This is crazy. Basketball coming up. Baseball is here. I think we talked about that last week. There was actually a game being played, or maybe that was a different show. Honestly, I don't remember. Anyway, I have BavadaSportsbook.com open in front of me. We're looking at some lines, some futures, some props, stuff like that, and um, all of that. I am. I'll tell you. Yeah, I'm a little. Bu- Chris, I little- why don't you tell me? Thank you. I'm a little bummed. Like I've been trying to these these shoes that I didn't get on sneakers. And by the way, you know how I feel about the alleged shock drop. Why do we call them shock drops anymore? It's ridiculous. Everybody knows exactly when they're going to happen. Let's we need to rephrase this. I don't understand when people are like, "Oh, this just got loaded." I, I, was, I wanted something from you there, but and oh, I see you're talking, which is great because I can't hear it. Is it happening again? But I hear you now. Interesting. I wonder if there's who knows what's going on. It seems like it's on my it's on my end. But uh, tell me what. So you were saying what about shock drops, Matt? Well, I don't get when it's like when someone's like, oh, I just saw they loaded these sneakers on the back end. It's like, what? How do you know? Like, what back end are you seeing here? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? That, that that always confuses the crap out of me. I'm constantly scraping data scraping the sneakers back end. Right? That's what like it's weird. So I, I just don't get it. But you know, that's the life we live. Yeah, I wanted I told you a bunch of dunks today. I wanted the uh the SB dunk tight booths. I've been trying they I've been kind of flirting. I'm in I'm in the area where I've been flirting with getting them for a little while. I at one point I was like fifteen dollars away from the lowest ask, and I was pretty sure one day I would wake up to see that uh that I had gotten them. But now lowest ask has gone back up to like it's like 322 or something and i don't 322 like that shoe i more like 125 dollars like that shoe and that's why i kind of wanted it today but nobody suffers like i do matt you know my i mean mike <laughs> you know chris god <laughs> gives his t- <laughs> gives his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers <laughs> um i we, had to we drink know- two times during the beginning of the week and you didn't get your sneakers it's tough we're we are being tested, Matt. There's no question about that. We are being tested. And I, I know we now know what the the answer is, but 
these these quote unquote shock drops are also very inconsistent. Anytime, anytime you see a rumored shock drop, what do you like? If you were you were the head odds maker at Bavada, what would you put the odds are that it actually happened? Uh, I think it's sixty five. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, it's over fifty, but so not, like two thirds of the time. Yeah, right. That's seventy five. So sixty seven. I do think there was that the giant one in the summer. Like the Jackie Robinsons and the, um, I think maybe maybe the Orange Lobsters. The Allen Robinsons. The Allen Robinsons. That is not that. That's a shoe that you pay for and then regret immediately. <laughs> that's a shoe that they pay you for. Yeah, they, it does not produce the way you wanted it to. He was supposed to have a great year in Pittsburgh this year. Penn State's own. Yeah, well, this that Steelers team was just a disaster. But uh, I don't. And you know, a lot of teams were disasters. The Eagles were disasters. I'm seeing this. Uh, like everything that comes out about Nick Sirianni is just wildly troubling to me and, and makes me wish that he would have gotten fired. News came out today. Some veteran Eagles players say Nick Sirianni and his staff played favorites last season. And if you were a second tier player or recent addition, Sirianni would quote target you per, per uh, Marcus Hayes of the Philly Inquirer quote from one player. I will say it doesn't help when they treat two guys differently. I guess some guys just can't do any wrong. Uh, I mean, you're treating two of the best players in the NFL, two top 50 players in the NFL differently. Like that coupled with the fact that we heard all of this, these reports a couple of weeks ago about how Nick Sirianni fell apart after Big Dom wasn't allowed on the sidelines anymore because Big Dom would calm him down during game. I'm, I'm starting to not believe these inquire hit pieces. I think that was pretty much proven correct. From what I've... um gathered well obviously the i mean the aj brown stuff was uh aj went on wip this week and basically refuted a lot of things that were said but the the big dom thing i do believe is accurate because he he has like a, a very serious title within the organization um I'm, let me see if i could find it i think it's like security operations no but i mean he's the head of security but eagle's title but he has another title that would shock you. Um, President. President of the United States. Uh, he is, he's also senior advisor to the general manager. Ooh. Uh, he's, and apparently he does like a lot of, he, he like, he does a lot of like therapy stuff with players, trying calming players down, you know, talking to players about problems and all of that. What? Yeah. He has a, a much larger role than we think he did. That's interesting. We thought he did. So not just like dude that walks from to the handshake line or shake no, hands okay. with coach. <laughs> uh, I would have thought so too. And he now has Dom DeSandro now has a Wikipedia page. Oh, of course. Too. He was a, uh, he went to George Washington high school and then Penn oh, State. Famous um, Sharif Floyd. The famous Sharif Floyd. Uh, he was, he took a job. He was a he worked in recruiting for the Big East. I don't uh, in the Big East for the Eagles. I don't, I don't know, man. But he does a lot of stuff, and he and apparently he's like very does not talk about what he does with the team. It's he will not divulge all of the uh, the things that he does. It's like a mobster. Although he considered a mystery man, DeSandro has never spoken publicly. <laughs> yeah, he's a. Uh, He's the fi- I don't know. Is he the fixer? 
Is, is that, that what that is? Uh, what's the Ray Donovan one? That's exactly what exactly the reference I was thinking about. Oh, okay. In, yeah, he's he's just the guy you call when there's a problem. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, he's Ray Donovan. Le- he's Leave Shriver, the voice of NFL Hard Knocks. Some years, John Ham's done it. Uh, a couple other people have done it, but he's not a. I'm a Leave Shriver guy. I think it's Liev, but whatever. 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 Dude. He was also. Wolverine's brother, or something. Yeah, Wolverine. Wolverine. That's correct. I think. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, he. We know so little about Dom DeSandro. On Wikipedia, he's listed as being born in 1978 or 1979. You can't even get his birthday. Like we do not have a birthday. We do not know that. But we and we don't even have his birth year for sure. That's so funny. Is. Like, are you concerned that your head coach needs to be talked down and like kept from arguing with players by the head of security slash fixer of the Eagles? I'm not going to be concerned until after I see what happens this season. Hmm. That's when I'll be concerned, Chris. Uh, I guess that's fair. By the way, the Eagles still the ninth best odds of Bavada plus eighteen hundred to win the uh, to win the Super Bowl. I don't. Does, I guess that feels about right. It, it's weird considering that they were. 10 and one at one point in October. And now they have the ninth best odds to win the Super Bowl next year. But uh, it does feel right. I can't make a very strong argument for them being above any of the teams above them with maybe the exception of the Packers, who I think overperformed a little bit, but like, I don't, I don't think they're, I don't think they have a better chance than the Cowboys, maybe the Bengals, but the Bengals are like an every other year kind of team. Probably like maybe the lions, not the Bills, not the Ravens, not the 49ers, not the Chiefs. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I'm confused by this. I don't, like I randomly got a headline because my brain just goes everywhere. Yeah. It's like this article. It's like this woman is is Jen X or Zier is talking about making a hundred dollars a day for a hundred days. Mm-hmm. What's 100 times 100? Like 10,000? 10,000, yeah. That's not a lot of money for 100 days, Chris. Uh, so is, wait, you're only talking about $3,000 a month or, yeah, what, 36K? Roughly, it'd be close to 40K a year. Not not good. Get a we regular see, job. We got to stop doing side hustles. Do, do that with a job. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, people have – I mean, it's a different culture at this point. And I think they're kind of uh, – I don't know. I saw, I saw this meme – the other day um, that was like three generations ago, the parents were like, we have to make a better world for our kids. Two generations ago, the parents were like, we have to make a world better world for our kids. Last year, last generation was like, eh, fuck them kids. <laughs> and and this, this generation is just kind of like, uh, I don't really want to have a normal job. Yeah, I mean, having a normal job does stink. I'll give you that. It does, but it's weird that we've reached this like tipping point, and maybe this is like old man yells at cloud kind of thing, and, and as someone who does not have an ordinary job either. But uh, it's weird that we've reached this tipping point where people are, I don't know, too good to work. It it's, it's, it's strikes me a little bit odd because, one, I've worked some really shitty jobs in my life, and I've done so. I I always thought it was weird, like I, especially when I was in California, um, and I do, I, I certainly understand the idea of prioritizing life over 
overwork that mm-hmm. that makes perfect sense but you you do need that money in order to have that life but i always thought it was weird like being in california and i would see like the kfc started at 17 dollars an hour and i was like that is more money than i ever made per oh. hour before i was salaried dude i was 725 an hour yeah like, me as well yeah like that that was like the and that was good Oh, thrilled. And it, it is kind of crazy looking back in retrospect, being like, oh, I had that, those paychecks were like 500 bucks. Yeah, yeah. I think I would literally get like $300 a month or a week, <laughs> or no, every two weeks, I think, two weeks. for uh, when I was a camp counselor at Cedar Grove. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh, I'm rich. And I would well, imme- yeah. immediately sure. buy $40 worth of scratch off lottery tickets. Well, sure. Because I mean, Especially at that age, that was that was college stuff. Like we didn't have real bills. Oh, I had bills. So seventeen dollars an hour, and you have your you have your your proclivities. Your, <laughs> but um, seventeen dollars an hour is crazy. What it's is, a lot of money. What if it's? I mean, for like a sixteen-year-old. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see, seventeen. Let's assume they're working thirty-two hours a week, times sixty-four, equals divided by up oh, divided by call it a seven called a 23 percent tax rate 0.77 so their their take home is almost like 800 dollars every two weeks that's good that's good money yeah for that's and that's a 32 hour work week yeah that's, I mean, that that jumps that's to a thousand easily a thousand dollars if you have a 40 hour work week. that's way more than i'm working right now <laughs> should i not say that out loud i wouldn't but <laughs> i i will assume you're kidding this is it's a yeah. ha-ha it's all hyperbole. But, but can you imagine? I made that mistake once and I was, I, I literally said, I thought the word was hyperbole before I really? had ever heard it said out loud. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was uh, mocked mercilessly for that. I know I know you were being funny. Um, yeah, that's fine, Chris. Can, okay. you ima- can you imagine being, I don't know. I feel like if I was 16 or 17 years old and I had $1,000 every two weeks, that would only cause problems. Yeah, no, I'd be buying stuff. I mean, similar to my life now, I'd be buying stuff I don't need all the time. Yeah, that that would get me in trouble for sure. But whatever, whatever. Oh, Chris, actually. Yes. Philadelphia High School basketball. Tell me. Did you see the end to the the, the PCL championship game, Roman versus Ryan? No. What? Tell me about it. Oh, it was crazy. So let's say there's about 15 seconds left. Ryan's down two. They have the ball. Guy hits a three-pointer with like five, six seconds left. They go up one. Whole The palestra is going crazy. Roman guy gets the ball and dribbles down, gets off a shot, buzzer beater two-pointer to win the game and win the Catholic league and the place erupted. It was, I mean, there's nothing like watching PCL basketball at the Palestra. Well, it's good to know people just care about basketball still in Philadelphia because we're so like beaten down by the 76ers. Yeah. What's up with that? The is like, I mean, I can't, I'm going to be right, Chris. When I said that this team was, was going to be a play in tournament team slash maybe not make the playoffs at all. Like that's gonna happen. Are you counting the play-in as part of making the playoffs, or are you counting winning a playing game as making the playoffs? Playing game is not playoffs. I'm just trying to understand your criteria. No, 
playing game is not playoffs at all. Okay. I'm but now, go ahead. I, I will say, I think I've kind of switched my mindset on whether or not the uh, play-in games for the NCAA tournament count as making the tournament. Okay. Because now it's not just like a 16th seed every time. It's more of like there's like 13 seeds mm-hmm. and 12 seeds and 10 seeds that are playing in this play-in game. So I actually think that uh, that I'm going to start counting it as making the tournament unless it's Temple, obviously. Obviously. For obvious reasons. For sure. But, um, yeah, I think I'm going to start counting that, Chris. Well, it's good to know that you count it for college basketball. Well, okay, so if the argument is it's a 13 seed in college basketball, so it counts. If you have seven seeds playing for the NBA uh, play in tournament, that doesn't count? I don't know what you're getting at here. <laughs> Hypocrisy, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know what you're. I don't know what you're trying to pull, Chris, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> Fair enough. The uh, the Eagles, the 76ers are right on the precipice of the play-in tournament at this point. They're the five seed, but they're one game ahead of the Heat and one game ahead of the Pacers and one and a half ahead of the Magic. So a bad stretch over these uh, next handful of games. And by the way, probably going to get that bad stretch. <laughs> looking at the matchups. Would put them, they could be the eighth seed if things broke poorly. And that is, uh, that's not ideal. They're actually, I looked at it earlier. I think they are, they're plus 12 against the Celtics at Bavada today. That's a, it's a rough one. Is that in the garden? That is in the garden. Yeah. And it's a nationally televised game. Why do they call it the garden? Because of the green? Okay. Well, let's, let's learn. Let's learn. Why is it called the Boston Garden? I don't know the answer to this. This is this is actual sports content, so that's nice. <laughs> We're actually uh, doing it. It is the Latin word from which garden was derived means open space, and arena offers open space for basketball or hockey or whatever. The title seems to date back to the original Mad- Madison Square Garden built in New York City in 1879. What does that have to do with the Boston Garden? Uh, I think garden is just, it's just a word that mean that comes from the meaning open space. Interesting. So that's Latin, you say. Latin, I did say. I'm out on that. Also, it's worth pointing out that Boston Garden was torn down. Oh. <laughs> they now, pl- they now <laughs> play in the, uh, the, the TD, TD Bank Garden Arena or whatever they want to call it. TD Bank North Garden. Interesting. Never heard of it. Well, it's where the Celtics play. It's where Al Horford lives. I've been there, actually. Have you? That's cool. Yeah, I went to years ago. Give me one. <laughs> Matt is sneezing right now. And let's hope we, we have volume when he comes back. Also, back. there he is. All right. It was a couple years ago. I went to, we were, it was when Mike was in college. We went to um, Boston to watch him play at BU in the club tournament and we didn't have anything to do. And the Celtics were playing Cleveland at the time. Okay. So we're like, Oh, let's go check it out. And Cleveland stunk at the time. And I think Boston also stunk at the time. So, but tickets were not cheap for like upper deck same day. Yeah. But I didn't pay for them. I was with my parents. So who cares? So who cares? (laughs) Right. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Everybody's parents are rich. Everybody's parents are rich. Like it doesn't it doesn't even matter. Just, yeah, they're just they're just rich. And what do they need money for at this point? 
just just to give it to us. It's where all my money goes to my dog. <laughs> she spends it like crazy. Well, I believe you. Um, how many how many opposing arenas in or stadiums have you been in? Um, for basketball, for any. Because so my number is very low. I I feel like I don't have that high of a number. I mean, I was in the old Yankee Stadium. Um, I've been to Pittsburgh's uh, baseball field. I've been to Washington's baseball field. I've been to Baltimore's baseball field. Um, that's I've never seen like an NFL using, game. I feel like we're using the term term baseball. You want you you wanted to see the Nationals or? Yeah, the Nationals, oh. Phillies, one town. My buddy, my good friend went to Catholic. So oh. one weekend, we were like, I don't know, probably like 22, 23 years old. I was like, hey, like, you got any buddies down there? We can just like crash for a night. You want to just drive to D.C. and watch the Phillies play? And like, just on a whim, we're like, yeah, like, let's, let's just go. Mm. So it was cool. Yeah, we just went down and saw the Nationals game. Uh, not a stadium I would write home about. Kind of not no open views, kind of just everything on top of each other. Not very aesthetically pleasing. Well, the worst place I've ever been is the Oakland Coliseum. That's cool it one. is. It is garbage. Just pure garbage. Like we walked, we wandered downstairs to like the, the main concourse. And it looks like it's just like back storage. Like you're like, you're not supposed to be in there. <laughs> like, get out of there. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It's a dis- disgusting place <laughs> and i understand why those teams had a problem playing there yeah well that i mean nothing will ever beat it turning on a one o'clock raiders game or four o'clock raiders game and there's just half a baseball field <laughs> on the on the football field chris can't be bothered can't be bothered <laughs> like like do you remember those days it just turned like it's a, all right we're getting to the four o'clock games you got raiders bengals and uh he's rounding second like, <laughs> it's like what the heck is going Looks like on he tripped on the mound <laughs> i don't know why and it's still raised yeah oh my god it was it was absurd dude it was absurd <laughs> uh yeah the the combination baseball football stadiums were Interesting. And I always think it's crazy because, you know, a lot of a lot of places share stadiums for basketball and hockey. And like, it still makes no sense to me. The turnaround. It's always interesting to see like the time lapse videos of the, the like two hour turnaround from one to the other because it's crazy. And God knows we've had bad experiences where um, I think a Sixers game got canceled uh, four or five years ago because they had the Flyers had played earlier that day and the court was just slippery. Yeah, that it, but you, that was like an anomaly though, because like yeah. it's been you've been able like how many games has there's been a one o'clock Flyers game and a nine o'clock or a eight o'clock Sixers game like it happens all the time, and it does happen all the time. How do you feel? How are you feeling about your Knicks? Um, dude, Divincenzo made a three the other day in a highlight I saw. <laughs> Don't know any more about the game, but it looked good. They actually have the exact same odds as the 76ers, plus 2,500 at Bavada to win the championship. They're my lock of the week this week to beat the Sixers, and they smashed them. They I might have I might have had a good week in uh, betters. I, I got to wait for Mike to tally it, but I uh, I had Hojgaard plus 900 to for to shoot a 68. <clears throat> okay, yeah. To shoot a 68 in the first day, and then I had my, my lock of the Knicks, and then there was another one I had. That was like uh, 14, 1400. So that was a big one too. How are, uh, how is, uh, 
your season going so far? Where I haven't seen the the that's stats a, in a while. It's a personal question, Chris. We don't need that's to talk fine. about that. No, that well. Yeah, no, I have no. I it's not. not great. I have no idea. Not great. Let's just say not great. Who's winning right now? Do you know? Uh, I think Mark is in first at the moment. That feels wrong. Do we even count that, or do we just say that doesn't make sense and pretend this didn't happen? No, it just doesn't make sense, and it's just not a. It's not, it's not legal. Doesn't no, it does not sound legal. I am gonna be in uh, Puerto Rico. Oh, for the for the remainder of the week, I'm uh, leaving the tomorrow. Leaving the country, but staying in the in the United States. Yeah, you know, I heard Puerto Rico is great this time of year. Yeah, we got lucky. Um, I don't actually know anything. About I didn't think you knew anything about it. <laughs> I was just going with it. We uh, it is theoretically the dry season. We got a little lucky because earlier in the week it looked like it was going to rain three of the days we were there. And uh, that would have sucked. So, looks like just AM thunderstorms the first day now. And uh, you'll be fine. And if it's just AM, you'll be able to get out and enjoy your day. Yeah, I might not. We might not even be there yet. So, they, they could be done by the time we, we fly in from uh, How God, long is that flight? Dulles. Well, I'm flying from Dulles. I'm going to Washington first and then meeting up with people. And then you're flying from we- Dallas? Uh, Dulles, Washington, Dulles. I thought you were just being funny and like saying Dallas weird. And I was like, why would you fly from Ohio to Dallas to Puerto Rico? But I also don't know where Puerto Rico is. Maybe that makes sense. Maybe that uh, makes sense. Chris. You know, it actually wouldn't be terrible, I guess. It's going, <laughs> it's, it's, it's south. So <laughs> it's not southwest, but it is south. It wouldn't be terrible. Actually, okay, let's put it like this. It make it would theoretically make more sense than what I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> I am I am going I need Puerto Rico is south of us and all of us here in the United States. And uh I am flying north. So okay. that makes sense. But a short north flight. I I, I look it, I just feel like I want to get there with other people rather than have to worry about like is somebody's flight get messed up or something like that. Okay. That makes sense to me. I would look, I would take a take a train if I could, Matt. You know how comfortable those sleeper cars are? Oh, dude. Make me feel like Harry Potter all over again. <laughs> all over again? <laughs> yeah, well, for the early years when I was Harry Potter. I forgot that you did play that role, and I think you're up for it in the uh, the HBO show as well. Oh, I got it. I got it. Yeah. Wow. No, you're breaking yeah, that news right now? Yeah, I got to fly out to uh, uh, Cincinnati in April. Filming in Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. And you're flying. A lot of weird choices. There. A lot of people think that it's not – they think that it's filmed overseas. But no, it's all it's all being done right here in Cincinnati. Right here in Cincinnati. <laughs> Good old Cincinnati. WKRP in Cincinnati. It's a great show. Uh, if you would have uh, – if you would have given me all the states in the world uh, or all these cities, like – and I would have like – Des Moines. Des Moines. I would have thought Des Moines more likely. Like, like if if this was this was a Bavada prop, I would have uh, I'd have Cincinnati at like minus two hundred thousand. Or plus two hundred thousand. Sorry, I forget how I forget how things work. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, now we know. And congratulations. It's it's weird because I saw that their cast. They, the plan originally was to cast very young actors because it's going to be a ten year show. So you're going to be in your. Mid forties, but you're done Harry, playing Harry Potter. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be weird when I am a forty-one year old. Uh, a forty-one. Well, that, is, that assumes we start filming right now. I think it's starting in twenty twenty-six. And there's probably gonna be gaps. So yeah, forty-three to forty-six-year-old junior <laughs> at uh, Hogwarts. Yeah, let's uh, let's hope there's not any 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 relationship plots because that's gonna be weird for you. <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, I think I'm going to sit out on those ones, Chris. You're going to jail, man, is what I'm saying. But look, here's what we know. Everything's legal in Cincinnati. You know what they say, Chris? Everything's <laughs> legal in Cincinnati. Uh, I would watch that show, by the way, if it was, if you were playing Harry Potter. I mean, it would be it would be fun for the fans. <laughs> I think so. It'd be a fun watch, as people would say. It would be a fun watch. Before we get out of here, I want to get your thoughts on the um, – the Ole Miss photo shoot that the coach Lane Kiffin was not too thrilled about today. Have you seen these pictures? I've not seen these pictures. So if you go to Lane's, I'm going to call it Twitter because that's what it should be. If you go to Lane's Twitter, you will see him commenting on some, uh, some a photo shoot between quarterback Jackson Dart and another person who I can't remember. Says, please don't do this again. Yeah, it just says, yeah, please don't do this again. And there's some weird imagery from the the photo shoot. Did they take it down? I'm not seeing it anymore. I I see they're just throwing the ball back and forth. Oh, there. Okay, yeah. Best returning quarterback, wide receiver duo. Yeah, please don't ever do this again. Then he's then he's talking to fans in in the comments about about you know it not being great there's this was a poor choice for a, a place to go film a, a hype video i suppose <laughs> did they put on their uniforms and do a photo shoot in the woods like people do for engagement photos <laughs> <laughs> and like kevin responded with the 100 emoji mm-hmm. well i think there's i think there's a much bigger problem uh with with this but hey olmus having fun olmus having fun you can't can't complain about that they are Oh, good, good football team. Did you get to why, why it's problematic? Uh, I, w- I got to something else now. Challenge okay. season four of All Stars come coming out. We we used to have a challenge show on the on the network, but yeah, I only watch All Stars, so I'm excited. Mississippi six best odds to win uh, the college football championship at Bavada behind just Alabama. What do you? We're agree good this season? year. We got Trey Harris coming back, Jackson Dart coming back. I might I play. They're the best quarterback wide receiver duo in college football, and you're going to be busy filming. Uh, I might have to take a day off then. Smart. Take All every right. Saturday off in the fall. That's that's smart. I don't think you need practice or anything. No, who practices anymore? Nobody practices. Look, that's going to be it for this week's episode of The Underdog. For Matt Crone, I'm Chris Warwardell. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here next time.